Hey guys, welcome to the motherfucking Mirror Podcast, a show where we help you become more comfortable and yet, dare I say, love what you see in that reflection. So come with me on this fine episode, episode number seven of the Mirror Podcast. guys episode seven look what you what you listen to is what you get i am very distracted today my mind it does not seem to want to cooperate like fucking at all you have no idea how many times i've tried to record this intro you have no idea how many it's just one of those days and you know what we're just gonna roll with it we're gonna be like water we're gonna move with the flow of life why because you know what sometimes shit just doesn't want to roll our way. Shit rolls uphill. It rolls downhill. It does whatever the hell it wants to do. So (laughs) what the fuck ever. (laughs) This episode, I'm having a really hard time putting together. And I'll just be honest with you guys. It's just one of those days. So we're just going to roll right into this thing. Uh, It's going to come off a little ranty because you know what? It is. Uh, And it's going to kind of tie all the previous episodes together into one neat little bundle. And we're going to simplify all of this shit. Because you know what? At the end of the day, what it comes down to... You know, (laughs) I I was listening to... And I don't know why it infuriated me. It just touched this weird button in me. Where I was listening to this podcast with this guy talk about negativity bias. He was going on this, literally, an hour fucking diatribe on negativity bias. And it drove me fucking insane. And I had to sit with that for a moment. And I had to think, man, like, why is this, why is this dude driving you insane like this? What, what's going on? Like, are you okay today, bro? Like, do you need a fucking, do you need a moment? Do you need to pull the damn truck over so you can fucking concentrate? And it hit me wrong, dude. It just, it, it really did. And I, I figured out why. I figured out why. And it's because this dude is literally just splitting hairs on symptoms. He's not talking about the root cause. He's not talking about why you even have a fucking negativity bias in the first place. And you know what? I'll give you a fucking simple answer why you have a negativity bias, right? Why you're talking to people a certain way. Why you have all these, like, things that you just, like, whatever. It's, it, it is because... At some point during our lives, we stop listening to that cool little voice that we all have that tells us, hey, we should be on this path, not this one. The one that guides us and motivates us and points us in a direction to go that's a positive thing in our life, right? And we stopped listening to that thing. And what I mean by that is, let me simplify this even further, is all the things that you are doing that you know you should not be doing, stop doing those. And all the things that you are not doing that you know you should be doing, start doing those. I say this in every episode, and it is the antithesis. It is the root of all everything else. If you had just done the things you know you should be doing, you wouldn't have a fucking negativity bias in the first place. You wouldn't. Period. End of story. And so when I was listening to this guy, 
I finally found the answer why. It's because <clears throat> we, are, we spend so much time overcomplicating shit. We really do. <clears throat> we overcomplicate shit in this work. I mean, literally... You can sit there and you can be on a good diet. You can go fucking do yoga. You can practice Reiki and all this other shit. But what are we doing? We're ignoring the fucking root cause of our issues. What caused us to want to go to yoga in the first place or to do all mental healing and blah, blah, blah. No, shut up. And just this is what you do. You go see a therapist. A therapist's fucking job is to literally help you... <clears throat> A good therapist, mind you. Okay, this is a good therapist. There, there are plenty, a plethora of therapists that are really terrible and, and, and just seemingly are just unaware of really anything, all right? I've talked to a couple that I haven't gotten anything from, okay? And this is before I found my cousin Sam, okay? Now... What I'm saying is, is that their job, simply, a good therapist is only wants to point out where you're fucking up, point out your behavior patterns, point out what's going on, and try to help you uncover where all those patterns are rooted in, where everything has got knotted up and tied, and where all of this became knotted up. And all their job is to do is help us to untie these things and untie our heavy, stupid past from our fucking present. That is literally the antithesis. That is the job of a therapist. We overcomplicate this shit. All the things you're not doing, you should be doing, start doing those. All the things you're not doing or all the things that you are doing that you know you shouldn't be doing, stop doing those. And guess what's going to happen? You are magically going to find yourself in a better place. And guess what? It takes a while, okay? Because we have done hit the dopamine button so many times, it takes a while for our systems to reacclimate, to, to get back to center, to come back to baseline, okay? These symptoms are not fast. They're not quick by any means. And when you deplete them, it naturally is going to take a while. So hang in there. Be patient, And I know this is kind of a rant, and it is. It's just, whatever, (laughs) I listen to podcasts sometimes, and purposely, in the space, in this space in particular, and I have a lot of, I take a lot of issues with a lot of what I listen to, and I'm not shitting on these guys, I'm not doing any of that, but it it seems like all these guys want to talk about confidence, and all these guys want to talk about, you know, building confidence in yourself and all this stuff. And it's like, they're missing the one point that will actually, the one action, actions that you can actually do, that you can actualize in your life with your physical body, that'll give you confidence. And that is pick something you want to get good at and do it over and over and over and over and over and over again until you have confidence in that skill. And naturally, you're going to build confidence in yourself that you can do things, that you can become confident in what you're doing. Doesn't that seem so simple? I mean, we, oh my goodness, dude. I (laughs) think I have seen it all sometimes. When I, here, I'll, I'll go through, this is what I'm going to, you know what, actually, this is what I'm going to do. I will tell you what I'm going to do. How to silence the doubt in your mind, right? Doubt. 
Oh, how do you fix doubt? Hey, you know what? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you in about, I'll fix this fucking issue for you in about five seconds. How do you fix self-doubt? Well, do things that make you not self-doubt yourself, okay? That takes practice. Practice, practice, practice. Hey, you know how you practice having good relationships? You know how you have a good relationship? Well, you got to practice having a good relationship in the first place, all right? And then you can build this freaking confidence in yourself, and then naturally the doubt in yourself will go away, practice, guys. We practice this shit. Okay. I know it sounds weird to practice having a good relationship, but you know what? If you don't have a good framework, that's what you got to fucking do. If you don't know what a good relationship looks like, I explained this already in a previous episode, but I'm so sick. You just got to practice guys. And then naturally that doubt will go away. So what I'm saying is, is that all you have to do is get off your ass and start doing the things you should be doing And then you can build the confidence and let go of the self-doubt that you are carrying unnecessarily because you've never practiced the very thing you're trying to get good at. (sighs) Let's let's read another one. Uh, The five mindsets necessary to build self-confidence. Like, God, five? Five? In my mind? This is what I see. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. Okay. You can trash me in the comments if you want. Five mindsets necessary. You know what that is? That's five hairs you're splitting fucking right there. <laughs> All right? You're just arguing with yourself. The, the, the five mindsets necessary to build self-confidence. I'm sure that there is good things in that episode of whatever podcast that is, and I'm not shitting on it, but what I'm saying is practice. Practice. There is one way to get good at something, and that is practice, actually doing it. You can listen to podcasts. This is what happens to, even happen to me, and happens to other people too, is we get addicted to just listening to feel-good stuff, right? We get addicted to listening to mindset stuff, and then we never end up doing the thing that we should be doing. Because it's like, and we justify it in a way of like... (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm learning here. I'm listening. This is good stuff I'm putting in my fucking mind, bro. Like, yeah, dog, you can tell yourself that all day long, but if you're not doing something, then you ain't learning shit, all right? You you might be able to learn, like, maybe technical aspects or just, like, basic knowledge, but at the end of the day, there's no better teacher than real hands-on experience with whatever the hell you got to practice, all right? And in my case, it was practicing how to have a good relationship. It was practicing not cheating. It was practicing all this stuff that helped me get into the phase of maintenance, the maintenance phase, right? I'm in the maintenance phase like I described before, okay? Eight strategies to deal with toxic or negative people in your life. Now, this is probably a good episode, okay? Now what you do... I've already talked about this. Set boundaries for these people, okay? Setting a boundary. That means telling them, hey, motherfucker, you can't come to my house anymore. Sorry, dog. It's like set boundaries. I know it's a hard thing to do, but you practice that too. Practice. What what am I getting at, guys? What am I getting at? And this took me a while to understand, guys. I have been in this rat race for a long time, okay? I've been a truck driver for a long time and I've heard these concepts and I've, I used to buy into them and I used to get myself so fucking confused. I'm like, what is life? What is this shit? You know, I get so frustrated. And then ultimately when I finally started talking to my current therapist, my cousin, 
he helped me sort out so much of this shit. So much of it can be nonsense, okay? So much of it can be. And dog, you know what I found? Simpler the better. KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid, right? The acronym, KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. And you know what? Life and all the answers to life are usually very simple. They're right under your nose and they've been there the whole fucking time, <laughs> okay? And dude, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for the rant. Actually, I'm not sorry. I just, I needed to get this off my chest because I was having such a hard time recording this because I was just so upset. <laughs> and uh, I really had to sit there and analyze why I was getting so angry. And it's because I'm, I remember sitting in my truck listening to all this stuff and it would, all it would do is confuse me and I would just get in the rat race of just listening to this stuff because I thought I was learning something. But at the end of the day, I was failing on doing one thing, the action, 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 practice, 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 actually putting this stuff to fucking use. And actually trying to see what works and what doesn't, right? And, whew. So what I'm saying is that I saw something in me that I really did not like. And that's what was fucking wrong with me. Is because I remember being attached to all this shit and getting confused by all of it. And then I see myself in it and it's like, ew. <laughs> and that's why I was getting so mad because it's, I'm obviously pissed at myself for some reason. <laughs> there's, there's something there, right? And that's something I'm going to, it's like, but it's literally, it's that simple. You get a therapist, they help you identify your patterns, identify what's going on, find out what they're rooted in. And once you find out what they're rooted in, you can start to untie the knots that are in there. So that way you can separate your past from your present. All right. Because you don't need your past anymore. It's not there. It's not there for you anymore. It's just baggage. It's this 300 pound suitcase you've been carrying with you and you didn't want to let go of it for some reason, and I didn't want to let go of my shit for some reason, but finally I got painful enough, it got so painful holding this 400 pound suitcase around that I just didn't want, I finally got to a place where I'm like, I don't want to let, I don't want to carry this thing anymore, I want to unpack some of it, because I'm sure a lot of it I don't need, yes, that's very true, we don't need a lot of this shit you wouldn't have a negativity bias in the first place if you just practiced, you wouldn't have self doubt if you just practiced, you wouldn't have Oh, goodness, dude. You can get rid of your anxiety if you just did the things you know you should do. Because when we are operating and doing the things we want to do, we are naturally filled with less anxiety and more fulfillment. Which I think is more important than happiness, by the way. Being fulfilled is way more happy. Way, or excuse me, way better. <laughs> way better than being happy. You can be unhappy and be fulfilled. That's possible. Am I, I, I've been there. I'm, I'm, it's like, I don't know, guys. I think we just overcomplicate life. You know, I remember um, I used to haul cows, right? I used to drive a cattle truck. And we would pick up cows in Texas. And it would be like me and like two other dudes. Usually I was, I, I used to work for this outfit and uh, there was about, they had about eight trucks and we would regularly go from like Texas to California out in Brawley. We'll deliver over there to Foster's Feed Yard out in California. Okay. SoCal. It's like, 
It's like 60 miles inside the California border from Arizona, okay? Um, and I remember I would be going through these just long stretches of highway. And I'd be listening to like Alan Watts. And I think Alan Watts has some good things to say. And one of the things that really resonated with me is that, you know, we as human beings complicate things, right? We really do. And we try to find meaning in everything. We try to find this like grand answer that's going to give us you know, the answers to life. It'll give us the purpose. It'll give us, it'll give us this, right? But we're just meaning creating machines. This is what we do. It's what we, it's what we are. And without us, if all human beings, if all of us just disappeared, what would be here? What would be left? And I can tell you this, I can tell you this one thing. It wouldn't be meaning. It would just be a bunch of happenings. And in Alan Watts's words, this is what he did, right? He, he brought you through a, a thought experiment, which I'll bring you through now. It's kind of like a simple meditation exercise. <clears throat> so what you do is you go ahead and you take a six-second inhale and a six-second exhale. Okay, close your eyes. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to observe all the noises around you. Maybe you're doing laundry. Maybe you're listening to the birds outside. Maybe you live out in the woods and you can hear the, the trees creaking against each other as the wind is blowing through them. And you can hear the birds and the crickets. And uh, maybe you smell. You have certain smells going through your mind. Maybe you can hear the laundry tumbling. Maybe you hear kids. Maybe you got kids in the house. They're kicking and screaming and fighting and doing all that shit. Now, what I want you to do is just understand that all these things are just happenings. They're just happening, right? Don't, don't, don't focus on them. Just observe them as if you're like a third party because you technically are. Just observe it. Don't think about it. Just observe it. And what he notices is that all these things are just happening. They're just happenings that we just notice that are happening, right? And without us, without the meaning-making machines, everything going on would just happen <laughs> as scheduled, just like the universe always does. The universe, I don't understand. There is no, I'm not saying there's no meaning, but what I'm saying is, is that we don't need to keep finding meaning. Like, the universe will always be, the universe always was, always will be, and always has been, and will continue to do the thing that universe has always done which is just happen, right? It's just going to keep happening. <laughs> it's always been there. It'll always be there. And it's just going to do what the universe does. You got these massive gravitational forces that just happen. It's just part of it. It's all part of the gig, right? And what's the problem about just letting it happen? We can just let these happenings happen. That's all we got to do. We just happen. We don't need to assign meaning to everything. There is no grand answer, but I can tell you this, the, the meaning in your life can only be assigned by you. 
Let me repeat that. The meaning of life is the meaning you assign to it. Okay? The meaning to life is the meaning you assign, which means it gives you so much freedom, right? The power's in your hands now. Just like I said in the beginning, the power is in your fucking hands. It is solely up to you, the meaning you assign to your life. The sooner you come to these realizations, the sooner you can start taking ownership in your life. There doesn't have to be a grand master plan. There doesn't have to be. What's the matter? We're just letting it be. Letting the universe do its thing. Letting all these happenings just happen. Just let it happen. Become like water, man. The sooner you become like water and just move through life with the flow of it, and the sooner you stop fighting it, the better time you're going to have. Because guess what? You ain't resisting life, bro. <laughs> all right? <laughs> Fucking father time is coming, dude. And you ain't fighting that, right? You can't fight the ocean. You can't fight life. What's the point? You don't have to have meaning in everything. However, what you do have control over is you. You are the only person that you can have control over. It cannot work any other way. You can't control another human being. You can only control yourself, which means the only meaning in your life has to be assigned by you. By you and you only. Get after it, guys. Stop confusing yourself. I mean, this, we see this on the macro level. Like, look at America. This is so frustrating for me to see. We argue and we bicker over dumb shit. And what does that do? It only stagnates us or we start to freaking recede, right? We start to regress, which is what you're seeing now. And this is frustrating to me because it's like, dude, we were actually not, we were actually all pretty cool like 10 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck, bro? What happened? Right? It's like, it's like we all woke up. And had this moment like I did in my journal, like, what the fuck happened, <laughs> right? And it's like, that's what we're doing. We're just fighting and arguing and nothing's really getting done because we're not hitting the root causes of what the fuck is happening. <sighs> and on the micro level, that's what we do. We overcomplicate things. On the individual level, that's what we do. We fight with ourselves and we fucking get lost in ourselves and we listen to the weird podcast about your fucking negativity bias when you wouldn't even have one if you just did the fucking simple shit in the first place. Find a plan for yourself. Do the shit you're supposed to do. Stop doing the shit you're not supposed to do. And then, boom, your life is going to magically improve. Isn't that fucking weird? Let's get back to the basics, guys. Just do the thing. Just practice the thing. Maybe that should be the name of this episode. Just do the thing. Action. Okay? Plan, action. Plan, action. That's all we got to do. Practice. Practice, practice. You don't, you don't learn how to be a good archer if you never shot a bow and you just read about bows. Sure, you can gain a lot of technical knowledge about what you can do with a bow and all this stuff, but when the rubber meets the road... You need to learn how to draw that thing back. You need good form. You need to be able to... Boom, release, right? Right at the bottom of your respiratory, boom, release that arrow, 
right? You don't know how to do these things until you actually do them. You don't know how it's going to feel when you're trying to stabilize a freaking bow with a little weight on it with a counterbalance and you're trying to freaking fire this arrow at your target and try to keep it all stable and together. You can't read about that in a book, dude. So why would you, why would you try to attack life any other way? Listening to podcasts about negativity biases, <laughs> unless you start practicing these good behaviors. If you're not good at relationships, practice being in a relationship. If you're, if you're not good at stopping drinking, hey, practice stop drinking, right? I don't know. Maybe you, uh, maybe you just have to, uh, hey, maybe we just don't have a, a beer in this moment, right? Okay, cool. Practice. Okay, cool. I'm not going to drink this beer. All right, cool. I'll wait 10 minutes before I drink this beer. And then just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to wait another 10 minutes, <laughs> right? Practice quitting. That's what you do right? You just get through it. Sometimes you got to white knuckle it, but you get through it. You practice it. Practice. Action. It's the only way. And I know I'm going on a diatribe and I'm just talking in circles at this point, but I really needed to get this off my chest because I literally had no idea how I was going to record this podcast <laughs> because I was feeling this way and I needed to get it off my chest. And I think this is a great segue. Whew. Um, this is a great segue, actually, um, getting into what I actually learned, right? I talked about in, um, <laughs> yeah, so we're actually moving on now, right? I talked about in um, about episode five about the mask. The episode is called, uh, what is it called? Uh Emotional self-defense. It's about the masks that we wear that hide the negative behaviors that surround our patterns that aren't good for us, our addictions or whatever. And they hide us from that so that way we can keep continuing that behavior, right? In this mask that I talked about having on was like, hey, I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to feel like I was so successful. What happened? I stopped right? I stopped growing. I stagnated. My life became fractured. I'm like, what happened, right? This question that we sometimes arrive at in our lives, multiple stages in our lives, multiple times in our lives. And guess what, dude? You know what happened? Well, before I even start there, I'm going to go off on this little other diatribe. Um, a few episodes ago, my dad gave me some advice. Right? He talked about King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table and how he used that to help him separate some of his shit and to identify these patterns of behavior and give them all a name and say each of these patterns of behavior is a knight, right? So my patterns were a liar, womanizer, cheater, quick gratification, um, the pathfinder, which is that voice that tells you like, hey, we should be doing this. You know, the one that tells you, hey, we should be doing the things we should be doing, right? That little voice, you know, take that little motherfucker to the gym, okay? Because he needs to be a lot louder. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that all these voices, give them a name, okay? And understand that all these nights have served you very well. And have only had your best interests at heart. And it's important to see it this way. Because this is how I see my quick gratification behavior. Oh, and Dr. Payne. Dr. Payne is another knight, right? He's another knight that actually cares about you. And I touched base on this very little in a previous episode. But I'm going to go more in depth now. 
So, I arrived at this place where I started to give these, give these uh, behavior patterns and, and whatever it was, as it were, names. And my pathfinder, the one who always cares about you, the one that always has your best interest at heart. That one, that little voice that says you should be doing this and not this. Gave that one a name. For, for sake, we'll just call him Jared, okay? So Jared is the one that's always looking out for me. My quick gratification behavior or my womanizer night, we'll call him Kyle, right? Because he's like the Karen. Hey, to anybody named Kyle, sorry, bro. Nothing personal. <laughs> so, uh, so Kyle is actually a very faithful knight. He's a good guy, all right? So, Kyle, your redemption, okay? You got redeemed. <laughs> Kyle's job was to notice that I wasn't listening to Jared anymore. And so I was falling off the path. And so Kyle's job was not to just blatantly tell me, hey, man, you're falling off the path. You need to get back on it because I would never listen to him, right? That's why we need to go down these paths. And, and Kyle understood that. And guess what? Kyle took me down this path that seemed fun at first, right? It seemed fun. It was good. It worked out for a long time. It worked out for a while. But what I didn't realize is that Kyle knew the destination that we were going. And Kyle knew that we were going to meet Dr. Payne. I didn't know that. <laughs> right? I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I felt Dr. Payne. All right? Dr. Payne, too, Kyle's job was to lead me to Dr. Payne. And so Kyle is so loving that he wants me to meet Dr. Payne because he knows Dr. Payne is a really good, a really good knight, good guy. Dr. Payne is a faithful knight. He's there with you from the time you wake up till you go to bed, right? And this helped me look at my pain as not a bad thing, but a good thing. Pain is a wonderful teacher, man. It is a beautiful teacher. It will teach you about yourself faster than whatever you could without him. Dr. Payne is a fucking wonderful fucking entity, dude. And he's so loving, like I said. He's with you from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed. And I can't think of a more better friend. You know, I have friends, my best friends, that wouldn't, wouldn't be there for me like that. They got work, <laughs> Right. Dr. Payne, that, that's his job, right? And his job is to be creative. And he got creative on me. He actually got me to feel nothing, which was more painful than feeling pain itself. You can't, <laughs> you can't get another lower form of pain than that, than feeling numb, than feeling nothing at all. But he prescribed enough pain on me, just enough, to finally see the error in my fucking ways. And start to change. And that's what, doctors, that's what Dr. Payne's job is. That's, the, that's that night's job. It's not a bad thing to be in pain. It's actually a good thing. And it will remind you that, hey, man, you're, you're off the path. And you need to get back on that motherfucker as soon as possible. And that's why Dr. Payne is good. He doesn't give you more than you can handle. He doesn't want to do that. But he will stay with you from the time you wake up <laughs> till the time you go to bed. He's that faithful. He's that good at his job, all right? And he's ever fucking knowing and, and ever pressing and ever there, okay? Until you finally decide 
all right, man, you know what, Dr. Payne, I've had enough. I don't need any more. And then he backs off, right? And then you start doing the things you should be doing. Dr. Payne sees that, he lays off. And then he sees you talking to Jared again, he lays off some more. And then you keep following Jared, the pathfinder, the one who always has your best interest at heart. That's what this podcast is, guys. I have to keep saying this every episode. I don't know why. It's, it's a me thing, all right? But this is why I'm doing the podcast. Because I'm listening to my little night that I got in me. Because finally, my other nights got through to me. And they were like, yeah, look at that. And we can all celebrate together. That's why all these nights are allowed to eat at my fucking table, dude. Right? And so, why did I become unhappy? Let's start with that journal entry I made. Oh, what happened? I used to be so fucking happy. Oh, well, one of the reasons is you stopped listening to fucking Jared. You stopped listening to Jared, fucker. <laughs> the one guy, the one guy that was leading you down the path of awesomeness and you kept on achieving goals and making them happen and setting goals and making them happen. And guess what you stopped doing? Setting goals. <laughs> you stopped setting goals, bro. Maybe that's why you feel unhappy. Allow me to be a mirror for you. That's why the Mirror Podcast has the name. Allow me to be a mirror for you. Whew. You know, I made that connection and I just immediately I needed to share it. Because it's so important. Because it's the simplest answer. It's because we stop doing the things we should be doing. Or we develop this like weird sense of we can't do it, right? The boogeymen are gone, so we become the boogeymen to ourselves. And we beat ourselves up. We tell ourselves we can't. Stop doing that. Stop wearing that self-basher mask. It doesn't do anything for you. Take that motherfucker off. You fucking deserve better. <sighs> Anyways, I digress. So I wanted to speak on, I know I brought up Reiki and I brought up all that other stuff. What I'm not saying, I'm not saying that yoga's not a good thing and I'm not saying that Reiki's bullshit. What I'm saying is, huh, is that these are only treating symptoms. And what you need to do is to get after the root causes, okay, which is the whole point of my rant <laughs> and it's so easy to get lost into thinking like oh I'm doing yoga like this is so good for my mental health and you know what it is it's great but it's only going to take you so far and Reiki is only going to take you so far and all this other stuff is only going to take you so far until you start attacking what's really ailing you So, untangle your past from your present. So that way you can move gracefully into your future. I'm not saying you need to forget your past. No. The past is, in fact, a really good teacher. But you don't need to hold on to the emotional charge and the emotional baggage that the past tends to bring. And so to separate yourself from that is really important.
I don't know if you ever had somebody perform Reiki on you, but I feel like, and I'm not shitting on Reiki, by the way, because I'll tell you what. I had somebody do that because I was curious. I was like, you know what? Let, you mind if uh, you, you Reiki me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't know what to say, but... Um, and they were like, sure. She was like, yeah, cool. And dude, call me crazy, call me whatever, but I felt where their hands were. I, I felt it, and this person seemed to know where I was tight, where I was holding shit, because she stayed in that area and had mentioned that I had tension in that area. And dude, I don't know what else to say about it. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not crazy, but... This person knew what they were doing. I don't know what they were feeling. I don't know what was going on. It, I don't know. There's something to that. But it is not going to help you untie from your past. It's not. And yoga is going to help you become very mobile. Mobile is good. Motion is great. Motion is lotion, baby. But it's not going to help you untie your past from your present. Okay? Please get to the source. Stop dancing around with your symptoms and get to the source. That's what this rant in this podcast is about. Do the thing. Get to the source. Get to the root cause. And everything else is just gravy. All right? So let's, let's do that. Just understand, you do not have to climb Mount Everest to figure out who the fuck you are. You do not have to spend 10 years with the damn monks to figure these things out, to find you. You don't need to go through all that mess. You don't need to complicate your life. Understand that this is not some impossible task, all right? I know it may sound like I'm oversimplifying it, but I don't believe I am. I think we have a tendency to complicate things ourselves enough, and by breaking it down into bite-sized chunks, it really helps to do the work because then it doesn't feel like you have a mountain to freaking climb. It feels like you got steps along the way, right? You can just take one foot, put it in front of the other. One foot, put it in front of the other. Call it good. And with that, guys, that has been episode seven of the Mirror Podcast. By the way, guys, we had quite the viewership since we launched the show and found our producer. (laughs) And uh, a little update on Nick. All right. He's becoming slightly more domesticated. Okay. He likes chewing Easy's and fucking... Jordan's, it's a very expensive thing. He won't chew New Balances. All right, he won't do it. I don't know why. He'll chew everything else. Unless you give him a Jordan or an Easy, all right? So, somebody help a brother out and share the show. Share the motherfucking show, guys. Go on iTunes, leave a review. Go everywhere, whatever platform you're on. Like it, share it, 
share it with your friends, your cousin, your sister, whoever the hell you think could get something from this. So with that being said, my sweet, delicious human beings, American or not, y'all have yourselves a fine day. And get the fuck after it. Be a motherfucking coffee bean. Nick, play me the fuck out.